you don't want to hear me sing. This the wrong podcast to be listening to if you don't want to hear me slang. Hey, then this the wrong podcast to listen to. Hey. <laughs> well, 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 well. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to the Simply Self Podcast. I am your host, Persephone Sonia, a.k.a. Pastor Greer. <laughs> listen, you thought that season one was full of shenanigans. You are in for a ride in season two, okay? No holds barred. Just we out here. Season two, episode one. The title of this episode (laughs) is Your Plans Suck, okay? Because they do. Now, listen, by human standards, your plans, they might be kind of okay. They might be quasi-functional, Okay, but in regards to your purpose, in regards to who you are called to be, in regards to what you are called to do in this world, your plans pale in comparison to what is truly for you. And that initially feels like an insult. Like, what you mean my plans suck? I'm a good planner. I plan everything. I plan my heartbeats. I plan I plan my indigestion. I plan everything. Okay. Okay. But for all the planning that you do, how come you still keep making these really, really dumb decisions? Persephone. <laughs> I'm not asking you all a question that I'm not willing to ask myself. Okay. How is it that you are such an efficient and effective planner to plan to write stuff down in the planner, write stuff down and have it on the whiteboard and you have, this is what we're going to do. This is how I'm going to do it, right? But then you still end up doing stuff that's dumb. We have to acknowledge that. We, we are not going to be able to be better individually or as a people until we realize that we can plan ourselves out of a blessing. I've been there. I have planned. I, I, told, I told God what I was going to do, okay? I told God, okay, it's going to be like this, 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 and this, and then I'm going to do it like this, and then I'm going to swoop in and do it like this, and then I'm going to give you the glory for it. God is like, you are nuts. <laughs> You're out of your mind to think that you can get away with doing it quite like that. Listen, you know I don't come on here and talk about stuff and talk down to anybody. You know I don't come on here and you know, pretend like I've never made any mistakes because I know y'all are used to clergy pretending like they've never done anything wrong, that they were born with like this innate ability to never sin. They have never um, gotten upset with anybody. They've never made a mistake. They've never tripped and fallen. They've never, you know, done anything. They've never had a paper cut to hear some people tell it. Okay. And we all have had different experiences. There are some things that you've been through in one year that most people haven't been through in their whole life, okay? There are things that you have been through that you have survived that would kill other people, okay? So big up to you for that. We, 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 we're going you, you to give you props for being a survivor. Now we need to turn that around and, okay, how are we going to thrive? Because, see, I'm a survivor too. I have survived child abuse, fatherlessness, poverty, um, molestation, sexual abuse, 
abusive marriage, um, abusive friendships, really dumb stuff that I got myself involved in that the Lord had to clean all of that up and get me out of it. You know, people I should have never dated, people I should have never been friends with, people I never should have spent time with, people that should have never been in, in my vicinity, okay? But God. So we're survivors. We've established that, okay? That we have the ability to survive. We have the ability to get through stuff. We have the ability to rise above. Somehow we come out of the muck and the mire. Somehow we overcome odds that people did not expect us to overcome. Because I know in my case, I know there were people waiting on the sidelines, waiting for me to lose my mind. Waiting for me to end up in jail because I sliced somebody up or waiting to hear about the news that I done jumped off a building somewhere, okay? I, I, I get that. I understand that about my life. That there were people that were not necessarily rooting for me to fail, but they were waiting for me to fail. And to me, that's just as bad. Quote me on that. It's just as bad to wait for somebody to fail as it is to root for them to fail. I'm going to put that on Facebook because, baby... We think that we're innocent by just waiting for someone's life to crumble. And I'm guilty of this too because I see people doing dumb stuff and making dumb decisions and just like they're intentionally trying to ruin their own life. And you're just sitting there just waiting for the call, just waiting to hear the news that, you know, but that's just as bad as wanting it to happen. Waiting for it to happen is just as bad as wanting it to happen. So let's change our minds about that because we all have had people that have waited for the other shoe to drop in our lives. They have waited for destruction and mayhem to hit our lives. And either it happened and we survived it or it didn't happen at all. And they were shocked. Oh, they were utterly shocked. They were in awe. I know some people back in Coco like, how does she, she, she really did the matrix and just just bent back, just did the back bend and just let all that stuff just roll over her. I sure did by the grace of God. And I'm not going to sit up here and pretend that I did it on my own because that would be a lie. Okay. Um, and I'm all about giving props where it's due. I'm all about giving credit where it's due. Okay. When it comes to thriving, when it comes, there's a thin line between surviving and thriving. And a lot of people are surviving and thinking that they're thriving. If you're more concerned about the people in your life that did you wrong, that didn't love you properly, didn't treat you right, didn't try to help you when they could have helped you and knew you needed help and knew you were genuinely trying to get your life together. If you're more focused on that than where you're going, you are still in survival mode. You are still trying to figure out how to make the past right when all you have is the present. That affects your future. The past is done. Don't you think there are things in my past that I wish I'd go back and change? Don't you think that there are decisions that I made, that I made with a pure heart, I made with pure intentions, thinking that it, that was the right decision, uh, excuse me, thinking that that was the right decision to make, I don't know the words all try to come out at the same time. Don't you think that there are decisions that I made that I wish I could go back and change? But I can't. Because once a word is said, it can't be unspoken. Once an action is done, you may be able to rectify it, 
you may be able to compensate in some way, but you can't go back and pretend it never happened and just redo it. You can't. Okay. So the best that we can do is focus on who we are, where we are and where we need to go. Your character. Let me tell you something. Your character affects your plan, your planning, your decision making, all of that. If your character is not on point, you're going to make some really ridiculous decisions. And you're going to look back on it and be like, well, what was that about? It was your, back, it was your character, your heart. There was something that the Lord gave me. I was writing some stuff down this morning. And did I forget my password? Good Lord. Okay. I'm so sorry. I'm logging into my phone and my, my phone was like, that's not, that's not it. Okay. Because it's important and I'm looking in the wrong. I have several, <laughs> I have several notes apps on my phone. Okay. Here it is. Okay. And this is kind of almost a preview of what I'm going to talk about on Monday on the Sheer Truth with Stephanie Sonia. Um, I'm going to get into some deeper, you know, psychological stuff. So check me out. The Sheer Truth with Stephanie Sonia live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch on Mondays at 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern. I, what do I, where do I want to start? Because this is kind of, okay. You have a right to call out and avoid the toxic behavior of others. However, do not, in an effort to protect yourself, also become toxic. Inside out and backwards toxicity based on trauma is still toxic. Yeah, I know. I know that was a little heavy. That was heavier than you expected to be. I know. But let me ask you one more question. And then I'm going to fly away. Um, <laughs> when it comes to your planning, when it comes to your desires and the way that you plan for the things that you desire, are you making plans based off of trauma? Or are you making plans planning on being triumphant? I've been guilty of that. I've made a lot of decisions based off of fear, planned in a way where I would experience or thinking that I would experience minimal discomfort and when I tell you I I experienced all of the discomfort (laughs) because I planned it in a way that did not I did not consult God my belief system is that God placed each and every one of us here for a specific purpose according to the gifts and the talents that he's given all of us. Nobody is born without gifts or a gift or a purpose, okay? And the decisions that we make either take us further away from or closer to the path that God destined for us to be on. It's our responsibility to seek God about what we are to do. And when I say seek God, I mean pray. I mean really pray. Be careful, not fearful, but careful. Take care to make decisions that will not box you into a situation you can't get yourself out of. 
I've also done that. Remember that your loyalty should never water down or fight against who God created you to be. If your loyalty to a person, an organization, or a situation goes against who you know God called you to be, that's not a situation you need to be loyal to. Loyalty is great when it's not misplaced. So in your planning, make sure that your character is on point, that your heart is on point, that you are not making decisions based off trauma, that you're not making decisions and planning based on trying to avoid triggers. Because I've done that too. That also does not work. (laughs) I'm telling you, I can tell you it don't work because I guarantee you I've tried it. God said that he knows the plans that he has for us. He said this to Jeremiah. And I believe he says this to each and every one of us. He knows the plans that he has for us, not to harm us, but to prosper us, for us to do well in life. Okay? And that's in Jeremiah 29, 11, by the way. For those of you who want to go look it up yourselves. Um, God is not a fool. God does not do stuff for no reason. And I know that there's just certain things in your life that have happened that have sucked and you just want to do everything in your power to make sure that it never, ever happens again. We're doing everything but the thing that we need to do, which is to go about things in a way. Plan as though you've never had your plans fail. Plan as though you really trust God. Because I guarantee you the plans that he has do not fail. Now, when I say that, don't think that I'm saying that if you follow what God plans for you, that your life is going to be easy. Don't quote me on that. That's not what I said. I said that the plan won't fail. Now, in the midst of between point A and point B, there's going to be some stuff some growing up for you to do some preparing that you have to do for that moment because what we pray for I I saw there's this girl on Instagram um let me see if I can find the video because I really liked it and I saved it because she was talking some real stuff and she was talking about the process the process of waiting for the things that that we desire and I'm trying to find Instagram. I don't know why you're going slow. Okay. Why you going slow, honey? Because we got stuff to do. Did I say? I didn't save it? Where, did I, where would I have saved it at? Let me see. Because I know I saved it because I liked it too. Uh, it was a girl riding around in her car. She was talking about plans. I know I had to save that video. Because I think I had planned to mention it in either the live or the podcast. But basically what she was saying was that what you have planned for or what you desire, what you're trusting God for, what you're waiting for, that... 
you're not gonna you're not the person right now that you need to be for that that God is gonna have to grow you up a little bit God is gonna have to change some things in you so that you are prepared for what God has called you to right but um hmm. I don't have it in here but that's what she said essentially is that what you want what you're planning for you are not yet that person I know you listen listen I know you like to think that you are and you're pretty dope you are you're a pretty dope person but you are not yet the person that you need to be for that very moment none of us are okay going through you know the process of using medical intervention different levels of it in order to conceive and the person I was when Cliff and I first got married was not the person that was prepared for this (laughs) no no I was not prepared to hear that I was going to need a fertility specialist no back in May of 2021 no even in August, October, it was in December that it was four days before Christmas that Cliff and I, you know, found out that, you know, I was put in the category of being infertile and that I was going to need help getting pregnant. And even that almost took me down, even, even during that time, but I was better prepared for it then. And even now, even two months later, I'm 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 better. I'm better. God has allowed me to experience things that have made me stronger. And listen, I didn't know. <laughs> I planned to get pregnant immediately. I planned to be heavily pregnant right now. Okay? That's what I planned. I planned to be possibly having my baby shower by now. But that's not what God's plan was. And I have to respect that. God's plan, and I and I told Cliff yesterday, because we went to the fertility specialist yesterday in Birmingham. And when we were um, sitting in the office, the first nurse that come in to talk to us, and we were waiting for the other nurse to come in and ask some more questions before we did the blood work and everything. And I told him, I said, obviously, we didn't plan this. We wanted something different. But in this journey, God is placing us around these people for different reasons. The different doctors that we're going to have to go to, the different things that we have to do, the people that we're around is for a reason. And it's because there's something in us that God has placed inside of us that he wants other people to see. And he wants other people to see how we're handling this. And that brought me peace. So this ain't what we planned, but this is what we're going to do because this is the only choice that we have, you know? Yeah, we could keep trying to conceive naturally for the next six months to a year and still be sad and mad and frustrated and hopeless. Or we can take advantage of the medical advances that are available to us and we can do those things to conceive and God still gets the glory for it. 
your plans in comparison to what God has planned for you in comparison to who you really are they suck (laughs) and I say that with love because and from experience because the plans that I had for last year nope they they fell through but God's plan never fails all right I'm gonna go ahead and ski daddle on out of here I love y'all very very much all right goodbye goodbye see you later and goodbye 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 see you later and goodbye yeah.